Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hi, welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week we will be wrapping up our conversation on empowering men to free themselves of internal restriction and constraint to find their purpose and live their most authentic, fulfilling, and regret-free lives. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are getting aware of his purpose and its value in his life, breaking free of the survival mindset and cycle, what made him to decide to focus on men in particular, and a list of more interesting topics. And in this episode, Ian and I will be talking about finding advisors to trust, how he gets his family more entwined with his purpose, and lastly, the business model of his podcast, Men on Purpose. Well, let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. Yeah, it seems like you've gotten really good at um, at finding advisors that you really trust to surrender to. Can you speak on that a little bit? Yes. Great question, man. The I say this a lot on my podcast. I say this a lot to people that call me about, you know, wanting to become a coach or wanting to start podcasting or like have some kind of influence in that space. And not not like I'm some big shot. Like I don't even know what my numbers are for the podcast. I really don't care. I know what my numbers are for the business, like revenue wise and how many clients we have and all that. I just never bothered with it with the podcast. I, I just love it so much. I don't want to I don't want to it's mess interesting. It up. I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. So dude. I'm telling you, when I say everybody, every single person that I asked for advice when I was buying the Men on Purpose podcast, which by the way, back then, if you Googled how to buy a podcast, Google came up with zero yeah. results, zero. And, um, and at that point, I was really clear, not everybody who, who you think they know what they're doing, one, knows what they're doing, and two, should be the model that you model after. So I got very clear on that when I bought the Men on Purpose podcast. It was a shit show. It was a disaster. And everybody said to me, who I asked, focus on the numbers, downloads, and the, and the uh, monetization. And I said, I'm going to focus on message and mission. And I think something amazing is going to come from it because yeah. that's where my heart, that's my heart feels. And um, unfortunately, we don't live in an environment or society where your heart feelings can just, and your heart alignment can just do everything you need. So, you know, you do have to have a little bit of the business piece in there and the decisiveness. So to go back to your question, I learned a long time ago from modeling after people who had things I wanted, who had a life I wanted, had freedom I wanted, had passive income I wanted, had cars and houses that I wanted. I learned to differentiate because I started becoming really close to my mentors. And I started seeing behind the scenes of a lot of them, not all of them, just a lot of them were not living what they were preaching. And their life was actually very different than what they portrayed on social media. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that. I wanted alignment. I wanted congruency. I didn't want to be coached by a coach who didn't follow their own advice, which 90% of coaches out there do not follow their own advice. And you got to be careful, right? I advise people like this all the time. I might not be the best coach for you. I might be a little too direct for you or aggressive or abrasive or quick. Yet you got to be very aware that most coaches don't know what they're doing. They've read something, they've taken a course somewhere, and now they're coaching. If they just don't have the life experience to actually lead you from, they're, they're like leading you from a book, which you could just go read that book. 
and you could just get through a little a little slower still way faster in terms of sustainability than if you you know like the sustainability if you actually have a coach who's been through it is there whereas a coach that hasn't been through it there is no sustainability you're gonna cycle back so what you're paying for right now you will cycle back on guaranteed guaranteed so i started to look for mentors and models that i can model after all based on who they were as humans not what they had so subsequently a lot of them had the things that they dreamed about or the things that i wanted yet the the, the biggest thing i do to this day and same same thing with legacy it's not about what you do or what you have or what you leave behind it's about who you are i am not okay with modeling after somebody that is incongruent in their life and their audio does not match their video mm. i want i want to model after the man and who he is and if he's got cool shit, great and if he doesn't i'm okay with that because he might just be truly happy and not care about material stuff i want to model after that man because i'm looking for that beautiful internal fulfillment mm. and, and happiness now there might be a guy who's like now look at look i live in los angeles i mean this is like a egomaniacs mecca man everything and anything you can possibly imagine is you just open your eyes and um except for bugattis that's a very rare occurrence still even in a place like this it's a very rare occurrence i still want to model after the man himself not the guy that pulls up in the bugatti i want to know that that guy's like spending time with his kids tonight and not going out to like get extra pictures for his instagram reel and and to like because he's you know he goes out because he's worried about what his friends are going to think meanwhile his family's sitting at home alone like i wanted that guy to be like yo this is important to me driving my bugatti around and going to this car show and also like uh, i don't care about what happens tonight i'm going home with my family and whatever's happening out there i'm not worried about because that's the most meaningful thing to me and that's what fulfills me the most that guy a lying guy mm -hmm. so, so how, how do you uh, get the family more in, entwined with your purpose uh, sometimes i find my wife i mentioned is from thailand she's definitely not like super business inclined and sometimes there tends to be a little bit of a disconnect especially if i'm in a phase of work where we are building a lot of things and yeah. you know that's the even when i'm not working i'm thinking about work i'm i guarantee you've seen that to be true for men yeah how do you get people more present with their families and get the families also more present with what's going on in their business life yeah i mean i think the first one has to come before the second one mm-hmm you have to make a conscious decision. And what I like to do is I like to future project regret. Future projecting regret helps you understand what you're gonna feel if you don't do something that you think you should be doing or wanna do, mm, okay. right? So I got good at future projecting regret. So in 20 years from now or in uh, two years from now, when this season of life is over, when your kid's not in diapers anymore, when your three-year-old is now seven and doesn't wanna do certain things with you that they wanted to do at three years old, when they don't want to just snuggle on you for hours at a time, right? When you're, when you're a kid, like I have a, a bunch of guys whose kids are like around nine, 10 years old and um, the season of them giving their kids a bath. And I know that's, dude, that sounds so small, yet when it's over, it's over. When a kid turns a certain age and says, hey, 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 no more bath time, pal, like you're, you're done. And I'm saying that in terms of what is it that you, th what do you think is important to you? What are you saying is important to you that you're actually not following through with? And a lot of guys say, you know, I'm like, I, I love giving my kids a bath and, and making dinner for them and doing story time at bedtime. 
but I find myself on my phone a lot while they're in the bath and they're playing, they're doing their thing and I'm just not present with them. And I go, cool, well, let's think about this. In five years from now, when your kid says no more and the bath time season is now over, what will you feel? What will you regret? And we start to process that. Now, remember, without the feelings and emotions of, well, I feel like I should do this. I feel like when you get those out and you really start to understand your true, authentic feelings inside, and you can feel like, man, I'll feel sad. I'll feel, I'll feel like I'm, I missed out on something. I feel like I should have done something that I didn't do. And, and I'll be pissed at myself. Cool. Mm. Then there's no gray area, guys, in a formula. Now go plug that piece into the formula. Put your phone away, which is your action step. Put your phone away. Be present at the bath, right? Now, when a man is aligning more with who he really is authentically and his real purpose, a lot of the being busy, doing shit to do shit, constantly checking emails, constantly being on the phone, worrying about reputation online, and like constantly posting stuff to be that guy who's constantly out there, you, you drop most of that stuff. I'm not saying you don't need to maintain your brand and all that stuff, but when you post just to make sure that people know you're still relevant and that it's your lifeblood, when you can get rid of that, and you can actually be present, you have way more mind share to spend on those kids in the bath. One, one of the practices when I started to leave my phone outside of the bathroom, or by the way, if my kids are doing funny things like in a bubble bath, I'll put my phone on airplane mode and just keep my phone in there because I take pictures and video and or like they'll take my phone and they'll do like a little video of themselves like talking up with beard, you know, bu- bubble beard or something. So I want, I want to yeah. capture those moments your mind share is more available to be in that moment. And you're not thinking of the insecurity. Remember that we talked about that earlier. It's not, it's not the, um, I forget the word you used. Remember you had asked me something. I said, it's not that it's more about insecurity and, uh, and scarcity survival. survival yeah. So you're not in this like, oh, okay, finish up your bath so I can get back to my work because I'm in survival mode. Like you're not in that mode. You're, you're not in scarcity. You're in abundance. The abundance right now is of the time you've got with your kids. And that is scarce in itself. It's abundant in that moment though, because all you have in that present moment is that time with those kids. That's it. That's it. And if you're worried about work and you're worried about making yourself seen and, and making yourself continue to be liked and be in front of people and like, then you're missing the boat. You're missing the boat. Now for extreme extroverts who need that for their lifeblood, I, I get it and I don't get it. That I'm not willing to miss those times with my kids that I can never get back. I can always hustle and grind, dude. When my kids are older, I can hustle and grind all day. I live a life that I love every day. I live in paradise. So I don't need to like grind to then take vacations to relax. I live where I wanted to exist. The environment that I wanted to live in, I moved there. So I I don't need to do all those other accessorial things. I love the life I live. So I don't need to do most of the things that I used to think I needed to do. Now, obviously it takes a certain, you know, like income level and revenue level to live in Southern California just is. And that comes kind of naturally with who I am every day. Wake up like this morning, I was a little frustrated because a, a, a couple things didn't work that I had put out there and it is what like temporary frustration and breakfast still had with my kids. I make them breakfast most mornings, still took them to school you know, still pick them up from school. I just work in between the time that I'm living my Ian life. And what's your wife doing? My wife, uh, my wife used to run our businesses. And then I, I think the man who I used to be, right? That model that I was following, hard charging, grinding, hustling, like that guy, she just couldn't take anymore. 
And so, so you were kind of her boss in the past version of your guys' relationship. <laughs> uh, m- more like, uh, more like dictator. Wow. Yeah, that's a like weird dynamic to have. With yeah, spouse. dude, it was not. And bro, look, all that she, she, her, and my employees used to call me a terrorist. Are you going to be a terrorist today? Like, I feel really terrible that that's who I was back then. And what I learned about that was I was so scared that if I didn't have the certain level of money, success, power, you know, accolades, my value to the world would be low. And what's the point of even living? Like, that's how my mind works. And I know a lot of guys' minds work like that. Your job, your money, your success, your car, your house, your family dynamic, like it's all the projection of your value to the world. And if it goes down, which most guys are terrified of, myself included, used to be, if it ever goes down, like, what's that mean for my value for the planet? Here's how we counter that. Everything that you and I are talking about today counters that scarcity, insecure mindset, which by the way, you can be as insecure and, and as scarcity as you want in your mind. Yet on the surface, when you're driving a, a luxury car and you're living in a cool big house, it doesn't feel that insecure. It doesn't feel that scarce yet. It's driving, right? It's driving. So what we're doing here, helping guys shed all that past programming and bullshit and actually align with who they really are and what they really are meant to do on this planet, it helps eliminate 95% of all that stuff that's been driving you before. You can change your schedule. You know what to do every day. You're not like just doing things to be busy because movement does not equal achievement. You can be as busy as you want. It just doesn't mean that you're actually like achieving anything. And so when, when you're really dialed in, when you're really understanding of the real you and the real reason you're here, that stuff vanishes. That's why alignment or acceleration happens naturally. It happens in a moment because you're so dialed in, super dialed in. And, and I don't know about you or the audience listening. I just, dude, I'll be 40 in like five days. I, I, don't, I just don't want to live that kind of life anymore. I didn't want to live that. I, 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 I want to live a life where I actually can look back and go, no, I did, I did all those things that I wanted to do. I achieved what I wanted. I built what I wanted. I spent the time with my kids that I wanted to do. I spend roughly five hours a day with my children, if not more, five hours. Yes. Yep. Five hours. And could my business be bigger? Yes. Could I have way more money? Yes. Could I have, you know, more sports cars and, you know, crazier vacations to Hawaii? Yeah, I could have all that stuff. I I determined formulaically that that doesn't serve me. What serves me is being the best man, the best husband, the best father I can be for Mm -hmm. this season of my life, knowing that it will build and pave the way for the next seasons of my life, which is if you ignore your kids now, the likelihood that your kids come back around and trust you to be like a confidant and to be in their lives consistently, probably not going to happen. So I want to make sure I set the foundation now. By the way, not an outcome. I'm setting a foundation now for a future that I'd like to create. If my kids determine that they hate me at 20 years old and they want to never have anything to do with me, I think that's a choice that they are going to make if they want to make that. Obviously, it'll sting and hurt. However, I'll still be at peace with the decisions that I've made to spend the time and energy and effort with them that I have. And we we have a thing in our family where like when, when my wife and I look at our budget, we make sure that we have a budget for MMEs, moments, memories, and experiences. Mm. The budget for MMEs is always full and it's always funded because what will you regret? You're going to regret not taking your kid here, not doing that with them, not having that experience with them, not going to that place and seeing that thing. You're going to regret that. 
So one of the things I recommend to guys is go through your budget, carve out, call it, say 200 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever it might be, whatever's appropriate for you. Make your MME fund, moments, memories, and experiences. And then at the end of each month, project the next month out. What are the experiences I want to experience with my kids? Because again, that season's going to end. You're going to have a five-year-old that doesn't want to do certain things or a 10-year-old that doesn't want to do certain things. A five-year-old or a three-year-old will. And when it's over, it's over. And yeah, some guys can move on. But the number one thing that we want to do is we want to get rid of the avoidance tactics that guys are using, right? Drinking drugs, alcohol, porn, gambling, to avoid the shit that they know they're supposed to do, which is really facing their, their, themselves inside. And we want to make sure that they don't go to avoidance, that they stay present, face themselves, evolve themselves so they can show up as the most evolved and authentic version of them for the family right? Mm. And not use these escape or coping or avoidance tactics to avoid the things that they know they should be doing now. Because if they avoid them, never going to get them back. And it's kind of that, that abundance of time now, scarcity of time later that I let drive me to create all these things. Because I don't want guys suffering through that. You know, I don't want them to feel pain of regret knowing that they could have done something different. They just don't know how. They don't know the formula to do it. Right? They got it. They got the money. They got the success. They got the cars, the house, the vacations, the wife, the kids. They got the school. They got this, the private school. They got all that stuff. Yet a lot of guys, most guys I talk to are disconnected between, okay, shit, I thought that would get me somewhere. I thought that would help me feel something. I've been running that program for quite a while and it's not, man. And I got to be honest about that. It's not. So what do I do now? And the answer is, I don't know. So they cycle back more drinking, more escape, more golf, more sports, more time caught up doing something in your office or whatever it might be for you. We got to stop that cycle and that programming and actually free this guy. Like That's what we're doing. We are freeing these guys to actually live the life that they truly want to live, regardless of what it is, without judgment. Wow. And so yeah. like, let's say you are living materialist, materially whole and spiritually whole do you find like yourself wondering, is there more than this? Or does that feel like contentment to you? Oh, so one of the components in the MOP life formula is language. So I'm not going to tell you, I don't know. First thing that popped into my mind is I don't know. Right. right. I, I don't That's know. That's a pretty hard question. Yeah. Right. Well, here's the thing though. Here's how I'm going to frame that a response. I don't have enough evidence to prove, to prove that or not. I, not enough evidence yet in my own life. I mean, I'm only 40. It's like, I only have enough. I only have so much evidence. Will it ever be enough? Look, dude, I, I mean, I'm a hardcore entrepreneur. Like, there's always things that I'm thinking about. There's, you know, ideas that I have. I'm a visionary. So I'm constantly like, my, if you saw my desk right now, it's like full of papers and journals of ideas and things that I could tweak. And yeah. like, in that respect, I'm not sure if it's ever over because as a powerful, intelligent mind, you want to you wanna see what's possible. You want to see what your max potential is. Right. I have a feeling of fulfillment knowing that, like, dude, I, I get presented real estate deals every week. I get presented business deals and like buying companies or partnering. One of the determinations my wife and I made two years ago when we really got, God, almost three years ago, when we really... Is that three years ago? Oh my God. Yes. March will be three years I've, I've had MOP. We made a determination that we are going to stay singularly focused on what we believe is our true mission in our, like with our business. <clears throat> this is our true mission. We're not going to invest in anything except for ourselves, right? Personal and professional development, our health and our well-being, physical health and nutrition, uh, internal health being that too, MMEs, right? We're going to invest in MMEs for the family. And um, there's a fourth one I'm just blanking on. 
Um, whatever. So that's what we invested in. So we stay focused. Now, what that will allow us to do is, is I mean, our, our business is scaling up really, really nicely, very fast. Is It allowed a very solid foundation to build upon, and it allows for consistent, sustainable results financially so that we can go invest in whatever we want, pay cash for it too. Not worry about like, well, I got, oh my God, I got like 17 things financed out there. Able to pay cash for the type of investments that we want to make that align with, with us and our true mission beyond the mental purpose mission. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I guess, yeah, but I want to know, like in a nutshell, like what's the business model to your pod? Like, cause your podcast is not the business, but you've created community coaching. Are you scaling up, like having coaches coach people through the curriculum or like what exactly is like the revenue drivers for you? Yeah. Um, my philosophy, my thought process behind that was I will develop a curriculum and a program that is irreplaceable and extremely effective. Mm. No guessing, no wondering, do the work, put the effort in, we'll, you will get the results you're seeking from this program. right? And I've obsessed over that for many years. We're at that point now where the program is just is there and it is dialed in and it is fan freaking tastic. Nice. I've always imagined other coaches. I've always imagined this giant business. I have built it to this point. The company's scaling like we have five team members and uh, and me. What it is beyond this is kind of yet to be seen. I cast the vision. Remember, I, I cast the vision and then I apply power on the course. Mm. So I don't. I'm not applying power to like strive for this vision. How many visions have we set that like they weren't aligned and they weren't what we wanted? Oh man, I was way off. Usually it costs you money. That's how you learn. So I have followed my own advice, followed Michael Singer's advice. Like I've cast this vision for a $50 million coaching company. I've also cast this vision where we, I think it would be kind of selfish if it were only available inside the MOP like world. So we've cast this vision as well where we open up a coach's coaching platform for coaches who, you know, they're not going to be as obsessive and crazy as me to detail all of your own exercises and all this stuff out that everything recycles into the next one. And, and there's a whole language I created within MOP, like they're not going to do that. Yet they're good. They're great. And they could lead and they could influence and they could, they could really help guys out. So one of the other models and visions that I have is that coaches come in, they buy our curriculum, we coach them through it. So they get their own growth in terms and, and, and in addition to uh, learning how we run our curriculum, then they get to go out and we kind of help them build a coaching platform in a box. And they get to go out and they get to get their own clients and coach through our program. They can make whatever tweaks they want to, they can do whatever they want with it. I'm sure I'm not, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Like, I'm sure somebody smarter than me can take my program and make it way better. So that's the vision. That's the vision for, let's say the next three years is a couple different things. I know what my job is in all of that. I have to keep the vision, keep the message, keep the momentum, and then mm -hmm. the universe will deliver everything else as long as I stay out of the way. Cool. Yeah. yeah the staying out of the way part, uh, I think is a lot of fun in entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. You know, I and hard too, of, man. And hard. It's, hard. it's hard to stay that way, but, but you have your purpose to go back to and you're going back right. into talking to your coach and spending time with your family. 
um, and having those moments and memories and experiences that matter yeah. rather than justifying like work for work's sake, just to log more hours working. Or just to be busy to, to avoid dealing with the stuff, you know, you got to deal with inside. Like we, we, this is confronting work. Like this isn't easy for guys that come to us and go, Hey, you know, I'm looking to get out of my own way or I'm, Hey, I'm looking to level up my life or be a better dad. It's like, okay, how much work are you really willing to put in here? Because it's, it's not easy. It's very confronting. You know, yeah. you got to confront most of the stuff you've been running from most of your life. So how so, can people plug in? Um, like uh, if, if someone's listening to this yeah, um, and they feel connected to your message and trust that you can bring them to where they want to be. Uh, and there's, they think they're ready for a big life-changing transformation journey willing yeah. to put in the work. Like what do they do next, you know, within your MOP world? Just go to mentalpurpose.net. Everything you need is there. If you want to start simple, you can download all of our free stuff. You got like five free things on there. You want to start at the next level up. You want to do something self-guided and just dial in and get that purpose and understand your, your vision and get clear on that and understand the mission and who you need to become. Then you take our VMP courses under courses. Or if you want to step in and you really want to get my help and my guidance in live coaching every week uh, in group setting, which I honestly, I think sometimes the group is more powerful than the one-on-one sometimes. Um, those guys that need one-on-one, like I'm a one-on-one type guy. I really like one-on-one coaching. And then I find value in group coaching. Some guys like group coaching and find value, you know, off that in one-on-one. So there's our discovering design mastermind, which is, like I said, 12 weeks, it's 2k. You get like, I think you get like 24 coaching sessions live in that, which dude, that's worth way more than 2k alone. Plus you get all the videos, me guiding you through all of the exercises as well, our whole 12 part curriculum. Plus you get VMP in there as well, the vision one. And then we've got one-on-one coaching and we've got retreats and we've got some other cool stuff coming up in 2023. Like just go to mentalpurpose.net. You can find anything you want or like feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's ian.lobas, L-O-B-A-S on Instagram. Just DM me and say, Hey bro, heard you need the, need some help. And a lot of people do that when they hear me on podcasts and I'll just, I'll answer you. It's not a robot or a team member. It's me. And we'll book a call. Like I do more free coaching today because I'm not able to donate the financial resources at the level at which I want to, like I imagine, like I want to donate millions a year, right? Not at that Mm -hmm. level yet. Will be just not yet. Hasn't manifested yet. So I donate more of the educational resources, still donate money. I just donate more of the educational. So I do a bunch of, I'll do a, 30 minute strategy session with anybody. And then, you know, I, I'm, I'm here to serve. So I'm not a hard sell. I sound a very direct and abrasive one on, on here. I'm not a hard sell. If it fits for you, it fits. If it's something that you think works for you, great. If you don't, there's plenty of great coaches out there. That's why I have coaches on my podcast. Like, fine. I want you to do something for your life and I want to help be a catalyst in some way. So if it's me, awesome. And if you go to another coach, sweet. As long as you're doing the work. Very cool. Well, I know yeah. I'm going to d- dig in and I'm also going to be in LA in, uh, I think four weeks from now. So it might be I'll cool. I'll text you my phone number, there. dude. We'll meet up. Okay. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like your message today was really refreshing. It's really cool too. There was some things that I've never heard before this, um, future pacing regrets. I think that's yeah. a really cool concept. Um, surrendering to the path and applying your power on the path. That yep. dynamic is like really good to get grounded in. Um, and there's several other things here. Abundance of yeah, time man. now, scarcity later. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just like a lot of things that I know personally I'm going to be reflecting on. And I, and I want to thank you for giving me that gift. 
And of then I'm sure there's a lot of other moments in here that you know, the <laughs> audience resonated with. Thank you for showing up and, you know, of course, ma'am. Yeah. My really pleasure. Served. My pleasure. Absolutely. I, I hope somebody, somebody takes this and, and really gets something out of it today and is motivated to, to move past their own limitations and just take that first step. Like I said, whether it's just listening to the podcast over and over again and, and just doing some journaling, downloading some free stuff or jumping right into coaching, like it's necessary. It's necessary. By the way, the, the, the scarcity of later, there really is no later. There is no, there's not, it's not even scarcity. It's like, it's just not there. Like, you don't have, there is no later. It's today. That's all you got. You got an abundance of now and you have nothing later. Hmm. And I talked to an 85 year old guy when I was in high school, I did volunteering at this Masonic lodge, 85 year old guy, Walt, who's a merchant Marine. And <sighs> I don't know if it's going to get anybody in trouble. Like I was like 16 years old. I would volunteer there on Thursday and Friday nights. And all they wanted me to do is just listen. <clears throat> they said, what do you like to do? And I said, I love history. And they said, well, this, you're in a walking history museum right now. Everybody can tell you stories from wars and from some really hard times. So I love that. They, they let me bartend. Like I would just serve drinks at these happy hours on Thursday and Friday night. And this guy said to me, you got a family? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm 16. You know, like, I don't, know, I don't know how he didn't know. I didn't have any hair on my face, nothing. And he said, uh, look, I want to tell you right now, you'll never know depression or regret the way I know it. Like you'll never know it until you get to a certain age when you can never get it back. You can never get what you didn't do back. And that hit me hard, man. And I, I kind of forgot about it over the years and it resurfaced about maybe like eight, nine years ago. It really resurfaced and then has grown ever since. And what he said to me is like, I sit every day and wish I didn't work so much. I sit every day and wish I just would have stopped at five and had dinner with my family because mm -hmm. he didn't talk to his kids anymore. His kids didn't talk to him. Like, think about it. His kids were in their 50s and just didn't talk to their father because of who he was. And that's scary, man. That's scary. You don't want to just die alone. You don't want to have done all this work thinking you made all this difference for your family and then they're just disconnected and you don't have the relationship you want and you got to live with that. You could change that now, right? You can change that in this moment. You can just go, this is not serving me in this moment. I can take 10 minutes and go just spend them with my kid or just eat dinner for 20 minutes with my family. You can go back to work if you need to. They're going to miss those moments and they are checkboxing every single moment that you miss. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you man. for serving today. Of course, brother. It's my mission. So what actionable step are you going to take next? Do you have a lingering question? Or is there something we can help you work through to figure out and reach your purpose? People of Purpose is here for you. Just send us an email or a message on Facebook. If you want continued inspiration, subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our insightful guests. Do you have any friends that might enjoy this podcast? Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. And if you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as receive daily inspiration. Follow the podcast and journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast or at People of Purpose on Facebook to join our purpose-seeking community. By joining, you will know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose news, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration. I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me to nourish your path to purpose. Lastly, if you like this podcast, please post a review wherever you listen to it. Doing so will not only help us to grow, but will also allow your voice to be heard and who knows who you could inspire. 
Cheers, and here's to becoming. <laughs>